the three most controversial letters over the last 48 hours. MJF. He first didn't show to AEW FanFest. Then he was apparently not showing up to AEW Double or Nothing. Shows up at AEW nothing, uh, Double or Nothing and leaves. What's the story? What's going on with MJF? Well, he breaks his silence and the answer may not be the one that you're seeking. CM Punk, he had a lot to say about his current title win last night at AEW Double or Nothing during last night's media scrum, and he drops a few names on who he wants to face in the future. And speaking of the media scrum, Tony Khan went on a profanity rant defending CM Punk from Eric Bischoff's comment. We're going to break everything down for you on today's Memorial Day edition of the Top Story. Hit the link or you stink. Make sure you smash that like button right now. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, everyone? Happy Memorial Day to everyone here in the U.S. Happy Monday to everyone else that watches us across the world. We love you. We thank you. Welcome to the Top Story. I'm Jose G. We got Jeremy Bennett here on deck, guys. We're going to cover the top headlines of the day after a very hot, a very good, and a very fun AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view late last night. If you didn't catch the post-show, make sure you watch the replay. We went uh, earlier this morning on the, on that show, but it was a fun show. Uh, afterwards, there was a media scrum as we were live uh, giving you guys the recap. There was a post-show, and there was a lot said on the post-show, and that's going to be the main focus of today's show because a lot of headlines came out of that show. Uh, but let's jump into the headline of the day, which is MJF uh, breaking a silence to Sean Ross Sapp. Sean Ross Sapp was able to get some words out of him about the entire situation of what happened this weekend. And we got some, uh, we got a brief response from MJF, but it's not the response that you are expecting. So, Jeremy, what's the what's the details on here, man? Yeah, according to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, who uh, was I believe was there uh, in the arena, there he claimed uh, that MJF told them that he had showed up just before his match against Wardlow, which of course kicked off the show uh, the, on last night's uh, pay per view, and left immediately after. This was also verified by PW Insider, but not clear. Uh, if that decision was approved by anybody at AEW. MJF also told Sean that he has a lot to think about right now. His future is unknown in regards to what decision he will make, but it has been reported that uh, AEW is going to take him off the road for at least the next couple of TV tapings, yet that could end up uh, being a longer run of absence. So um, uh, the situation began on yesterday when he was originally scheduled to be a part of the Fan Fest, allowing fans to meet him, but he did not show up company was not aware of that decision which meant there were people left waiting expecting to see him and other wrestlers filling his void as well at that fan fest there was a reported flight that was booked for him was not known who booked the flight to leave vegas but uh he did not get on the aircraft there and uh, of course uh, as we all know he turned up uh, uh and uh opened up the show um the latest uh, well actually uh, uh going to the media scrum tony khan was asked about the situation and just simply said no comment. So that was what we got from the media scrum. And literally uh, just a few minutes ago, Fightful Select offered an update. 
in regards to the whole MJF Tony Khan situation. Um, and it was uh, right now, uh, basically, uh, they had been, uh, you know, they were uh, running the assumption that MJF was not going to compete last night, pulled all of the promotion for it up until the buy in where it was uh, reposted, where MGF was going to take on Wardlow. Uh, of course, we saw MGF do a stretcher job and leave the arena shortly after. Uh, AEW sources have told Fightful today that MGF has not flown home, and there was a sit-down meeting between him and Tony Khan planned. Uh, at, this point with, at this point, Fightful cannot determine if this is real or a work. When asked, no follow-up answer was provided, which was the first uh, throughout the situation. Anytime a scenario like this, uh, you know, they're going to try to make their best efforts for some clarity. So they can't really tell you right now if this is a work or a shoot. Uh, the things that they can confirm, the story did not start out as a work. Uh, what we had reported a couple of months ago in regards to MJF and Tony Khan and contract disputes. And uh, the two had that argument two months ago, uh, largely about the contract. And uh, Tony Khan had told talent he'd be willing to pay mjf like a top talent however the situation did not subside and of course we had those issues yesterday so uh right now um outside of it uh you know outside of this has been a work uh, aew has made overtures to AG mjf about contract talks which have been blown off for weeks however mjf has told num numerous people backstage that he knew the situation would likely come to a head and we'd be discussed during double or nothing weeks so take that as you will uh, it could have been a shoot. Now it might be a work. You never know. MGF is a brilliant guy, so he could be just playing us all right now. But uh, that remains to be seen. But it looks like him and Tony Khan are uh, set to have a meeting uh, while they're still in Vegas. It's certainly an interesting situation when you when you kind of back up and look at what has transpired since Friday night, right? So we have the whole no-show situation. Then we get the rumors riling up, riling up, riling up all day Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Oh, that the promotional stuff's been taken off. The match is no longer being promoted. We may not have a match. Oh, this match is not happening now. What's happening with MJF? Then all of a sudden, then we got a report. He shows up very, very, just like briefly right before they went on air, did his match, his squash match, stretcher mm -hmm. angle, left immediately after that. And that's all we know. So it's, uh, it, it, I, I don't know, again, just like you said, MJF is a brilliant guy and uh, he is smart enough to be working all of us, including, including Tony Khan and AEW, <laughs> though, the, you know, the word and the feeling is that, you know, that, you know, this is not a work from AEW side, you know, it's not something that they've been a part of, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just think honestly, Tony knows how to work the socials. Tony knows how to get people riled up. And MJF knows how to do that at an exponential level. Yeah. So honestly, I'm just still keeping, you know, my, my eyebrow up and staying far away, not getting too attached to the situation because I just feel like this is just all a play to get you to pay more attention to AEW and what's going on on the behind the scenes with AEW. Why is this going on? I just think it's all a play uh, for now because he still has, until 2024, so there's not much that he can't do right now. No, uh, yeah, I don't know what what's really going on. I yeah, I think they probably have worked it out, and they're just working us all. Uh, but the interesting thing is, and we mentioned this last night, they they're working on the talent too, because 
this is something where normally the talent is usually let in on this or not worked on. So they could if they're if they are doing this as a work, man, they're they're also working the 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 wrestlers as well, and uh, it could be part of an elaborate scheme that could uh, actually balloon into a very big story. You never know; it could be something that's similar to uh, uh, Austin and McMahon down the line. You never could know; be. they could be building could to be. something big, and they're just kind of working us all right now. It's really up in the air at this point. It, and if it is, just like Ricky Castillo says, it is a brilliant work if that yeah. is the case. Um, so we we acknowledge uh, when, you know, when with something like it is brilliant, it is brilliant like that. But, yeah. you know, the, the whole situation continues. Let's shift gears from MJF over to CM Punk, who became the new AEW champion last night, beating Adam Hangman Page in the main event last night at Double or Nothing. And immediately after the show, I think you mentioned last night as we were on the air that FTR came out and congratulated them. Um, and then after that, he had the media scrum with Tony Khan. And in that media scrum, he described a handful of uh, very high profile wrestlers that he would not mind facing for that AEW title and not just only exclusive to AEW. I thought this list was very interesting, Jeremy. Yeah, he led off with uh, obviously some New Japan guys as the uh, Forbidden Door pay-per-view is uh, just about a month away, a little less than a month away. He mentioned Kazuchika Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Will Ospreay. Uh, Guys like that I'm looking forward to stepping into the ring with. AEW talent, I always think the number one with a bullet will be Brian Danielson. I've never wrestled John Moxley. I've wrestled Dean Ambrose, so that would be an interesting matchup. There's guys on my list I've never wrestled with. Jungle Boy, Ricky Starks. I could probably finish up my career wrestling FTR every day for the rest of my life, and it could be different and fun every single time. Will Hobbs is another guy I think has all the potential in the world. We've got a really stacked roster. It's almost a crime that we can't do everybody justice at once, but I think we're getting there with baby steps. I think we're learning. I think we're making mistakes, but instead of dwelling on it and punishing other people or ourselves, I think we move on and try to learn from things. But Brian Danielson probably be the first guy that comes to mind. Very selfishly, I would love to wrestle him. I think that it's a, that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, we haven't seen those two go at it in in more than a decade, and and that was in Ring of Honor. And so I think, and we had, I think they had a little stint in WWE as well. But if we get a matchup like that, Daniel Bryanson versus. CM Punk at uh you know at one of the big shows this summer later in the year I think that that could be um that could be really cool but the fact that he named job Kazuchika Okada that was I mean that's awesome and I, I'm looking at Daniel Price's comment here it's hilarious Kazuchika Okada would embarrass Punk badly especially how after Punk bought that Penta with Hangman yeah Okada would humiliate him so do you have do you feel that that same same sense as Daniel do you think because Kazuchika Okada would embarrass Punk, or no, you think people, we, we could see this would be a a, a high starred. People like to match. hang. People like to hang on botches, but they happen to everybody in professional wrestling. People love to hang on them when it comes to CM Punk for some reason, and I don't know why. Yeah, man, and 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 I've been seeing a lot of mixed reactions to CM Punk's uh, title win last night. You know, we see comments like this, like Jason Lewis saying that the. The title is actually on a star, and we got some other you know, other people who feel differently. So, uh, you know, from your point of view, Jeremy, do you think uh, this is a good move on AEW to put that title on CM Punk? Yeah, I think the time was right to change it right now. Um, I, I think uh, this definitely 
kind of puts a lot more eyes onto the product again a lot of casual fans that may not uh give aew a chance now learn that cm punk is their champion it's probably going to bring a lot more people to the product uh it already has brought in uh it, it is already you know kind of shit sent waves throughout the wrestling world with all the news that came out last night so you know obviously you know with the with what happened last night a lot of that was selling you guys don't realize they were working each other's knees that wasn't a botch that was a sell of the knee hangman did the exact same thing which cost him the match and that was not people are not calling that a botch you know it's because they were selling each other's knees that they were working on and uh and so they were actually working you if you thought they made a botch there so it's kind of kind of funny because uh, uh you know the fans are getting worked over here now but uh a lot of uh, a lot of press has come about uh punk being champion here and it's the first time he's been a world champion in a long time and i think it's going to uh, uh open up a whole new door of challengers especially a returning kenny omega uh you might have okada at a at a forbidden door um I'd rather have Okada and Brian Danielson, but uh, you know, remains to be seen. Uh, Tanahashi would be another great one too. Uh, you got—I mm-hmm. don't know—I've not even heard Naito be brought up. I wonder if he'll be at this pay per view or not. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see too. Of course, obviously, Will Will Ospreay and Punk will put on a classic as well. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll, we'll see how his uh, how his title reign develops here. We'll see what he has to say about it. Uh, this coming up Wednesday on Dynamite. And, uh, you know, as we continue on the whole Double or Nothing uh, event that happened last night, the pay-per-view, we also had a big media scrum last night immediately after the show. And uh, Tony Khan and CM Punk were part of this media scrum. And they spoke quite a bit to a lot of different outlets. What was interesting that one of the outlets brought up the situation with Eric Bischoff. Now, we have not been covering, you know, the whole controversy about Eric's Eric Bischoff's comments because we don't like to bring that type of negativity over into the space. Now, the situation at hand is just to put everything in a nutshell. And recently, Eric Bischoff has said that CM Punk has not been an asset or valuable to AEW. And a matter of fact, that they've lost money bringing CM Punk. He's making that accusation out there. And Tony Khan laughed in the face of that comment. And uh, I, I want to I wanna bring the details over uh, to you, Jeremy, because he went on a profanity of F, a, a boat, a rant of F-bombs left and right. And I just could not stop laughing <laughs> on what he was doing, man. Yeah, and I've said it on the show before. Eric Bischoff has a vendetta against AEW, whether it's because they didn't offer him a full-time deal or something. But ever since his last appearance on AEW, he's tried to get views on his podcast by simply trashing AEW at every turn. And so you take what he says as a grain of salt because he is it's just been a string of constant trashing of AEW ever since his last appearance. So if you put two and two together, you kind of get it. So uh, he, uh, one of his most recent rants against AEW is saying that Punk is the biggest financial flop in the history of pro wrestling, which Tony Khan called effing bullshit. Uh, basically, uh, he put out uh, basically the Friday Night War being won, uh, all other, uh, all other uh, pay-per-view buys, ticket gates, all sorts of things. He, he, he provided a lot of proof. Obviously, Double or Nothing brought in over $1 million in ticket sales itself, not to mention whatever uh, pay-per-view advice that it got. So uh, basically, uh, he kind of ran down the list of everything that Punk has done that has drawn money for AEW. 
and um basically um a, you know punk had previously said those comments are basically uh you know bad takes from a carny dipshit so uh he just uh and, and he said in the media scrum people like that just need to die in the dark um punk said he didn't have a twitter war with anybody i don't need to speak names and stuff like that i am focused on what we're doing and the positives we bring to the world but like i said for some reason uh and, and there's proof there's a, con- a continuous trail of proof that uh that there has been uh, some kind of vendetta of Bischoff against AEW ever since he last appeared there. That that is so weird, right? Because yeah, he he has a really good amount of followers on his podcast. He's had some type of a working relationship with uh with uh with AEW, and now I just feel like he's just burning his bridges instead of just building it. Like why? Why need to badmouth uh, CM Punk on that way? And why do you need to like bring the entire company? And then you've got Tony Khan pulling out, you know, facts, figures, and logic and numbers to back up his claim. So I I don't understand what the entire vendetta is. I think that's just a really petty way of uh, getting that attention when you could have been getting it in another way. Yeah, that's just my two cents. Yeah, it's just interesting that you put two and two together and he didn't. He's had this podcast for a while now, and he didn't start trashing them until after his last appearance. And so, and they started going to WWE, made an appearance here and there as well. And well, it's I just, don't know what we did, but we started talking yeah. about Bischoff, and our viewership just skyrocketed to 361. So, we appreciate all you guys. We love you, new listeners. Sound off in the comments. Let us know where you guys are watching from and smash that like button if you're enjoying the content, if you're enjoying the show. We're live every single day, Monday through Friday, six to between the 605, 630, uh, you know, hour there, PM ES Eastern Standard Time. So uh, so yeah, man. So it looks like this is a hot topic. I see people commenting right now about Bischoff and everything like that. So uh it's it, it's interesting that you know that Tony Khan went on this just big time profanity ran uh during the media scrum and uh really just d- decided to defend what was going on with uh with cm punk and eric bischoff and funny thing is that you know that even cm punk really he admitted he's like oh man i really i just ignored it you know i just kind of like decided to like give in and just let it go yeah so very very interesting as we uh as we navigate the waters now going into aew dynamite this wednesday things shall be very interesting uh, guys, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us on today's Memorial Day episode of The Top Story. Again, like we said, we're live every Monday through Friday between the hours 6.05, 6.30, uh, live on Sports Keto Wrestling on the YouTube channel, twitch.tv, and Facebook Live. We appreciate you. We love you guys. Make, make sure you subscribe. We will be live on Wednesday night immediately after AEW Dynamite. With getting over on Twitch, where we're going to be uh, exploring our GM mode and co- doing commentary, live commentary on the matches, uh, on the guys that on the matches that you guys select, on the roster that, that you guys select. Should be fun. We got a lot of stuff uh, coming up tonight. We got a uh, we got Legion of Raw, and that's going to be with Vince Russo, bro, and Doctor Chris Featherstone. That's going to be immediately after Monday Night Raw here on Sports Keto Wrestling on our YouTube channel <clears throat> as well as on uh, all of our other platforms well since we uh since we got a whole bunch of people that came in since we went live uh, should we cover the top story again for everybody that may have missed it 
Absolutely. Guys, if you just joined in, we 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 covered at the very top of the show, MJF broke his silence uh, about the whole controversy, uh, the situation surrounding Double or Nothing, not showing at the Fan Fest this weekend, then showing up at Double or Nothing, having a, a squash job against Wardlow, and then uh, leaving immediately after that. We did report a little bit on what was going on with that, and uh, and Jeremy can jump into the details really quick before we sign out. Yeah, basically, um, MJF had uh, spoken to Sean Ross Sapp and confirmed that he arrived to the arena just before uh, the match with Wardlow, which is what kicked off the main show last night, and left immediately afterwards. Uh, then we also had a uh, an update through Fightful Select, uh, basically uh, just uh, just before we went on the air this afternoon stating that um, there's supposed to be a meeting between MJF and Tony Khan at uh, roughly uh, sometime here. They, uh, they're still both in Vegas right now, uh, so they're going to have a little meeting there to, to talk about things. Obviously, uh, in the in the Fightful Select report, all promotion for the, uh, the MJF and Wardlow match was pulled all the way up until the buy-in. When, which made uh, people wonder if uh, the match was going to happen or not. So they uh, did go ahead, and uh, once they confirmed that MJF showed back up, they uh, put the promotion back on, and the show kicked off the night. Um, there is a sit-down planned with Tony Khan and MJF. Uh, they have not determined, uh, Fightful has not determined if this is real or a work. Like we said earlier, it could have been, uh, it, it, did, it did definitely start out as a shoot, but now it could be turning into a work where they're just making an elaborate story out of this thing, which is, you know, basically catching the attention of the pro wrestling world. Uh, so uh, they're uh, right now. We'll, uh, once we find out more about that meeting, we'll, we'll get that back to you, but they are going to sit down and, uh, and have a talk about this. It looks like. That's right, man. And as always, guys, if you want to stay tuned with the latest that's going on in the world of pro wrestling, make sure you head on over to sportskeeda.com for the latest and that way you guys are up to date with everything that's going on in the world, not only of AEW, WWE, Impact New Japan. We're live every single Monday through Friday, 6.05, 6.30 here on YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitch. So, guys, so that's it for tonight's show. We, uh, we thank you so much. Again, happy Memorial Day to you guys. Remember uh, to always keep your thoughts and prayers to all of our fallen heroes here in the U.S. and whoever served in the military. We love you. We pray for you. Uh, we appreciate everything and all the freedoms that you guys have fought for. Thank you. Thank you so much. I remember you guys. And again, uh, just enjoy tonight. We got Monday Night Raw. And again, we got Legion of Raw tonight immediately after Monday Night Raw. So with that being said, guys, as always, remember when you are watching wrestling, you have to do the one most important thing, which is what, Jeremy? Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. Let me talk to you. Watch out, watch out.